So I was just looking through my emails. I'm going to be really honest with you for a second. I have four email accounts. <laughs> I have one for my business, the one that everyone can go to to email from. I have one that's my personal Gmail. I have one, sorry, I have two that are Yahoo. They're like my first two emails when I, you know, got my email in like fifth or sixth grade. And I will not share them because <laughs> their names are bad. <laughs> but it was funny because I, you know, as the time goes on, you realize how to auto filter certain things in emails. So my business email gets no spam, no emails that aren't from clients or like opportunities to, to work with. My personal, especially my Yahoo emails are like where a lot of the the newsletter based stuff that I get from people who have signed up for lead magnets for or worked with comes in here. And it's so interesting because I would say I check the Yahoo one because I don't use it for business. I check it maybe once a day because there's nothing in there that's urgent for me but I'm always just curious as a marketer that I am to like look in there and see what people are doing for headlines or subject lines do any of them actually captivate me which ones do and why to help one see the trends that are happening but also how it can help my clients to be able to either stand out from what I'm seeing or also to like utilize this new elevation that I'm seeing happening and one of the things I noticed <laughs> that I was getting tired of was the traditional formatting of subject emails or email subject lines based off of the how type of formula so or even the premise type of formula so for example in one of my inboxes right now, I, there's 999 plus emails. <laughs> I usually don't scroll more than like once or twice. And I just read through it and see, has anything piqued my interest? And to give context, I've been in business for probably, well, not probably, I have been in business for five years. And I've gone through the block of programs and of different mentorships, different everything, really spent a lot of money, like over, I think it's a hundred thousand, close to that, um, over the years on just mentorship and helping to better my service and what I do to help others as well. So when I'm reading emails, emails still are really important for sales. I think at this point, we all know that a lot of us don't follow that sometimes unless we have a funnel set up, uh, because doing regular newsletters or emails for some reason has friction behind it and I noticed that one of the biggest reasons there's friction at least for myself is there's still this air of perfectionism and almost like professional vibe that you still get from emails so for example throughout the last couple of years, at least on Instagram, and especially literally the convergence of TikTok, that authenticity, re relatability, even those words are so overused, but just like they're capturing raw human moments has become the zig to the zag, which has been before for the last few years, like whatever is the most pretty, the most polished, um, seems the most luxurious or the most premium price, you can charge higher for it. And I find that nowadays it's becoming less and less 
frequent that, yes, you can still do that if that feels good for you. But so many of my clients who come to me is like, we're deconstructing that era from their business because it wasn't actually what they wanted and what their people needed from them. And I noticed one of the biggest ones that comes up for this idea of still having, it's like almost a detachment, like automation detachment, passion uh, detachment from anything that's automated. So like emails, that is um, sales pages, anything where it's like you're putting it up for once. And I've talked about this a little bit on Instagram, but I'll mention it here too. The, the long-standing rhetoric of how to create copy, unfortunately, has always been taught from a place of engaging your mind to write rather than making it more of a somatic experience where you, you go away from system two thinking in your brain. System two is all around systems, logic, the, you know, the facts. And then system one is more of that intuitive body emotion place. And I find that when we're not addressing going into system one thinking, that's where a lot of our content, our pitches, our messaging, our funnels fall fucking flat. And I'll share it because in the system two thinking side where the logic and facts come with, that's where all of the formulas lie of like the formulas of email subject headlines. Like you need to say something like this, this, and this. That way it converts, that way it connects. And I think there's always core principles that are good to follow. Well, when I look through my inbox to be like, okay, is there anything interesting? The only things that have piqued my eye are the the new topics that aren't new. <laughs> they're not new in life, but they're becoming new in mainstream around like neurodivergence, around how to create more businesses and more things around um, people who have ADHD, people who are uh, who have autism, like all of these pieces there. And I actually have a clients who are who have that I have um, too many uh, tendencies closer to, to ADHD at this point that I've had to, to really shift my exercises, things that I do with clients for that reason. So it attracts my eye because it's what I'm learning or what I'm looking into and helping better optimize now. But outside of things that are kind of like my front view, the other pieces that I see are all of this overly formatted how to subject line. So let me give you an example. I'm not going to call people out, but I would say out of all the emails that I'm looking at right now, the 30% of them have that weird format that we did for a while that was we capitalized every first letter of the subject line. So it looks like a blog post almost where it's like, let me, I'm not going to use a, a real one, but like three things on how to tie your shoes. And it would be three capital letter T things, capital letter T ties, capital letter Y-U. And that's like the subject line. And it feels so forced formatted that when I look at it, I'm like this, I get it, I guess, that it, it you know, it looks more polished. But it's not really how we talk. It's not really how we write. When I'm writing an email to a client, <laughs> more often than not, yes, the first letter of the first word will be capitalized. The rest aren't. And I notice the same shift happening for some people in podcasting where a lot of people's, especially more of the, the Gen Z types, are having no capitalized letters in their 
podcast titles, like the whole title itself of new episodes are all cap or lowercase. And I know this sounds so like simple, but it's things like this that are helping us see what our people are experiencing as well and how we can use that to our benefit. So the first 30% was like that, you know, blog formatted type of uh, subject line. The others are the more formulaic how-to that you see if you've bought any type of email sequence from any program around sales emails or launch emails, anything that's been like a copy template of an of emails for sales-based. I have at least three of those in my, maybe even four of those right now in this first scroll. All of them saying like those like big capital letters, starting soon, are you in? And they like, the exact thing you need to know about this topic and live now, exclusive training, Shh, it's live. Like all of these things that have been really played out if you've experienced people's launches more than once or twice. And it's why a lot of what I do now is going against that and helping people to take whatever they have built from those previous iterations and customize it to something that actually makes them feel proud, but also helps them to feel confident knowing like this is actually the way that feels good for me and that my people need to experience, I need to see, fear, see feel, and hear in order to have that full body yes. Because right now what I'm getting from this, like my eyes don't really care about half of this. I have a couple others in here that are just random ones like that use the, the personalized first name saying this name, last reminder. Um, and I find that the ones that make me click when it comes to subject lines are the ones that it looks like a real person just wrote. You know, the first letter of the word is capitalized, the rest isn't like a normal sentence would be. Maybe there's an emoji in there, maybe there's not, if it doesn't make sense to you. I'm okay with there being longer ones when it comes to like longer uh, subject lines, even if I can't read it. Podcasts or podcast previews, email previews do really help. But more so is like when I look through all of this, I haven't clicked on any of them. And at one point in time, all of these were things that I had signed up for, for a reason. So it's also showing you too, hopefully the reminder that depending on when people have opted into your email list too, or into your audience in general, they're going to be at different stages. The people who have been with you for a couple of years are probably in a similar mindset to you now or have edged out of your topic if it's like a one-off topic type of thing. Versus others who just come in, this type of stuff might work if they're newer in, in the, the journey that is online marketing, online business. Because someone who hasn't been in here for longer than a year, probably hasn't seen those emails like live now, exclusive training with no context. Shh, it's live. What is? I don't know. <laughs> like these small things that you wouldn't notice if you weren't looking out for them. But when you have experienced stuff like this more than once or twice, your brain naturally starts to filter it out. So what I help people do is to basically help their customers, especially those who are on the fence right now, either quietly on the fence or like in the DMs not fully saying yes, helping them tailor their content so they can stop having their offer, their their whatever it is, their podcast. I keep saying podcast because I'm <laughs> doing one right now. But their program, their workshop, their product, whatever it is, helping that cut through all of this noise to actually connect with what their people need to hear. 
to make it so that their content becomes a pattern interrupt that people needed to actually read and take time to connect with their pitch. Because a lot of you aren't even getting to that step or you have and the place that your people are at are like skimming it because you haven't been able to put certain things in place to help them to get back into their like their body into the, the hecticness that is consuming content nowadays to say yes even if it's yes to I'm gonna say yes to, to reading this page I'm gonna say yes to taking more time to go through this so I say this to hopefully help you be aware and if you want and depending on how many email accounts you have I would love for you to try and look at that for yourself and start to see, you know, when you read these email subject lines going forward, it's harder to do your own. I always say that. Like, it is, it's why a lot of people come to me to help out with the messaging side, whether it's to elevate or to create it for them, including their funnel too. When you're so close to it, it is really hard to create your own messaging. Even someone like me, I find it's hard for myself to create my own. So, don't ever make it feel like it's a bad thing to feel not 100% confident about your message, about how your offer is being positioned, or what needs to change so that it can become more of an easy yes and to increase your, your sales baseline while having a good fucking time doing it. That's kind of what I'm here for. That's what I, I'm doing. It's the same goal that I've always helped people with is helping make more sales, but the process in which I'm doing it and helping people teach it now is so radically different because we're in this new age where I hate the word authenticity because it feels like everyone's used it but the the resonance that you need in your content and your pitch and your funnel a lot of people don't know how to bring that out of you especially if you're analytical or even if you're like heads in the clouds spiritual you have a natural tendency to write a certain way that might not actually be landing fully with your people especially in the terms of like the customer journey and what they need to feel so if you want to dive in deeper with this I really recommend you do and especially in case you have a a launch coming up or even you're just like I'm kind of done with the stagnancy of sales I want to move into a better time for my business for my people to to experience such a better level of of love and of, of compassion that can come through your content, even in a funnel, even in sales email sequences. Because once you're able to tap into that and the heart of it and communicate that heart into it and it to be felt, I think about when you read poetry or like when you read something or watch something that like you feel something for, that is what we need. And also as a creator, that's what you need. And to develop that muscle better too, because a lot of people who burn their funnels or burn their email sequence, anything uh, automation-wise, is because of that. They didn't focus on their feelings first of what feels good to them, and they end up burning everything to the ground or pivoting six months later. Let's not have that happen to you. You can uh, look up below the offerings that I provide for this, but please don't let your emails continue getting lost in the crowd. It's time to change that.